Welcome to Grab Life Big. Grab Life Big. The exclusive podcast for healthy, wealthy, generous men who choose to lead epic life. Or as a few of us say, badass rich guys who do epic shit. And now, your host, Pat Hybin. If this is empty, this doesn't matter. That's your home. I'm always home. I'm on tour. Me too. You're doing great, dude. Telling true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're on cool. This is my advice to you. I know you think these guys are your friends. If you want to be a true friend to them, be honest and unmerciful. Wrong tribe confounds, the right tribe compounds. Get your free copy of the runaway bestseller Tribe of Millionaires at $20 value at tribeofmillionaires.com free. Just pay the shipping. That's tribeofmillionaires.com. All right, go bros. I got Mr. Jeff Blue. Blue, blue, blue. Blues Clues, Harrison on the line. Uh, Jeff and I got to know each other well because he came down and visited, you know, right, uh, I guess that was right, kind of pre-pandemic. And um, anyways, we spent a lot of good time together, had a lot of, had, uh, had a lot of fun. And uh, so it's good to get him on the, the GoBundance podcast. Welcome, Jeff. I appreciate it, Pat. I had a blast when we came down to, to see you. So thanks a lot yeah. for hosting. Fun being tour guide. It is fun being tour guide. Uh, uh, you, you, a lot of times you see a lot of the city that you wouldn't have even seen uh, just being by yourself or with your wife, you know, so. Absolutely. So, Jeff, give us your three-minute story, buddy, the day you were born till now. Yeah, so uh, I've been born and raised in Texas, so I've been here my whole life. Ended up, uh, you know, I've traveled around Texas, Fort Worth. So big city to small town like LaGrange, Texas, if anybody's a ZZ Top fan. I spent most of my elementary and uh, middle school years there. And uh, then uh, on to San Antonio from high school on. Uh, had a brief stint in Houston for pharmacy school. Um, that's still the W-2. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just uh, kind of traveled all over. I love the state of Texas. And it's been hard to pull me out of it. So it's uh, when, it, when it comes down to where, where I've come from and where I've gone, I mean, my, my parents were divorced at 12, so I had to grow up really fast. I got really interested in finances. I was doing a lot of stuff with regards to, even when I got into to undergrad and pharmacy school, I was taking out loans to play in the stock market. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know many people that do that. So, uh but uh, now I was married for 12 years, got divorced several years ago, had to start over, start rebuilding, and uh, but found myself again. So that was the important part. And uh, we're here today. I just had my first baby, Jordan Blue. We've got to pass the name on. And uh, so he's eight months old. He was born on Cinco de Mayo. He's a pandemic baby. So... <laughs> But he's, uh, I love him to death. We actually uh, also, my girlfriend and her 14-year-old son, Gavin, moved in. And uh, it's just been, it's been an awesome year. 
Pat. I couldn't have asked for more this year. That's great. Tell us about Baloo. What's the, is that a real name? It is. Uh, so it's a family name. Great, great, great grandfather was an inventor. And it's uh, the John Blue Company is where it comes from. So it's, uh, uh, it, that's in Lorenberg, North Carolina is where it was, you know, uh, originally. Uh, they've jumped around from North Carolina, South Carolina, even into Albany, Georgia, where my grandfather uh, actually ended up uh, running most of the business from there. And uh, so, yeah, it's just been passed on down to, to me, and I plan on continuing that trend. Awesome. Very cool. I love it. used, it used to it. hate it as a kid, I'll be honest. I hated it as a kid. You'd get made fun of. You finally figure out by the time girls tend to like that kind of thing worked out pretty nice for me. Well, you know, I could, you know, Jeff Harrison is kind of a shit. I know a couple of them, right? Yeah. And so, um, (laughs) you know, it's an easy name, but is there how many Jeff Blue Harrisons, Mm -hmm. right? And, and, you know, the funny thing that's going on with me is like, you know, I, I'm, in a, I'm in a total different world as, as you've met my lifestyle here in Folly Beach. And I, I transformed, you know, I spent, uh, you know, 40 some years of my life in Maryland, Columbia, Maryland, went to high school. Everybody I know there, everybody knows me as Pat. But you come down here and it's uh, meeting all these new people and it's all on a first name basis. There's no last name basis. So mm-hmm. everybody forgets my name. So um, I, I find myself using my college nickname, which was Wiggy, mm-hmm. and I just tell them Wiggy, and people remember that. They say, "Hey, Wiggy," and uh, so you may find that uh, that with Blue eventually as well. Once you get, I, I know you're still in a professional world as a pharmacist and stuff like that, but uh, you know, you may find as you get older, you might just change the Blue. It's kind of cool, you know. Yeah, I, and I'm for, I'm all for that. You know, I actually a lot of my friends, you know, when the uh, I forget the movie, what the exact name of it was again, but you know, when they started calling out my boy blue, you know, the old guy that was, Oh yeah. Well, that was, that was, that's that's where you get it from. That's where you always get people. Where that that old man. Yeah. Old school. That's what it was. Yeah. And they, and they they tied a rope around his dick (laughs) and and a cinder block and threw it over. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I remember that, but yeah. old blue. Yeah. Then he dies, I think. Yeah. Uh, Anyways. All right, so let's uh, let's move on because we're digressing here. Um, all right, let's talk about money. Let's talk about your horizontal income. What's it like right now, Jeff? Uh, that's going to be a big focus for this year. So uh, obviously, I'm still W two employee right now. It's at in uh, forty one thousand and some change for some horizontal income, and and that's been a big focus of mine of getting out of the forty one thousand a year. Yes, forty one thousand a year. And obviously, I, I don't want to necessarily change my lifestyle where I'm at right now. So I'm, I'm working towards uh, increasing that as quickly as possible. But what I've figured out is it could literally take one deal. You know, it's just got to be the right deal. Um, and so I'm not in a huge hurry. I'm just looking for the right one to increase that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what about uh, your vertical income? You are a, a pharmacist uh, by trade. How long have you been a pharmacist? About well, fifteen years, sixteen years. And you're yeah. you you're, you're at a CVS, is that right? Yes. Yeah. All right. And what's your what's your uh, vertical income like there? Uh, vertical income just from salary from there is like around one hundred and fifty. So and that and that's actually going down. 
you know, you're going to see a lot of healthcare professionals starting to travel backwards, unfortunately. Right well, what do you mean? What, uh, talk to me about that. Explain. Uh, one of the issues, so when I came out of pharmacy school, we were getting sign-on bonuses, salaries were skyrocketing. And this is something that I'll speak to a little bit later too, is, is why I see, you know, having good financial literacy is so important for healthcare professionals. We don't know Jack. Uh, on a regular basis, like we're horrible at financial literacy. And so you're starting to see now they more than doubled the amount of pharmacy schools out there just in Texas alone. That's not counting all across the country, but there is no longer a shortage. There is a glut of pharmacists out there. And so you're expendable is what it comes down to. And if you don't want to take a pay cut, then they don't have to have you around. Supply and demand. Fascinating. Yep. Yep. Fascinating. So, so what do you think is going to happen with, with the COVID, you know, with the vaccines? Uh, you know, you, I turn on the news and everywhere, as they said, it's an absolute disaster. It's going to get worse. I mean, you, you see these, you see these uh, lines of, of old, old people just waiting in lines for hours now. Is that an exaggeration or what's going on? It's, yeah, it's a slight exaggeration. I think it depends on where you're, where you are. And of course, the news pinpoints what they want to show, right? So, right. Uh, you know, right now we actually don't even have the vaccine. Um, the only vaccine we've received is that, that they're doing sparse long-term care facilities and doing clinics there, uh, trying to take care of them. But I've had one dose, like I'm supposed to have this other one and I haven't even gotten it. So there's plenty of healthcare providers out there that aren't even getting it. I, I you know, I think it's going to be a big issue. That supply and demand piece on that end is, is going to be huge. And uh, we just, we finished up with flu season sort of because uh, everybody's getting the flu shot this year as well, uh, trying to mitigate some, you know, they don't want to have both, you know, flu and COVID. So you're seeing a lot more patients get flu later in the year than they normally do. So now we're just rolling straight into where we will be given this COVID vaccine and it's pretty taxing on our system as a whole. Logistically, it's a nightmare. Hmm. Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be yeah. interesting. All right. So uh, let's move on. Uh, what percentage are you, Jeff? Really low. So with regards to horizontal to net worth or financial yeah, freedom? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, financial freedom number. Sorry. Your financial so, yeah, like, what I've come out with is like 37%, I believe, is what it was. 37? Yeah. It's definitely, again, that's a big focus point About on About 10 mine. grand, 10, 10, 12 grand you spend a month. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be about 37%. All right. So yeah, let's talk about your debt, debt to net worth ratio, right? Mm -hmm. Your recourse debt as a percentage of your net worth. Uh, my recourse debt to my net worth is actually really high right now, especially with that one that we just did, because technically it's a, uh, I am signing on the dotted line for that triple net property. So it's really high. I've got to figure out what the actual number is, but it's, it's pretty high. Okay, so tell me about let's 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 segue into that. So sure. tell me about this deal that you just did. So the deal we just did, uh, we finished out on the closed on the 29th is a uh, triple net property. It's a Wells Fargo building and then an additional office building. Both tenants have been in there the whole time. There's never been any changeover. Uh, renegotiated leases, they're going to be there. So this is kind of a, a long-term play for me on this one specifically. It's not real cash flow heavy. 
which I'm looking for on the next one. This is going to be that long-term play 10 years down the road, whatever the case is, unless, you know, something happens. I mean, we'll adjust, but that's what I'm trying to look at as legacy wise with that kind of property. So how much was it and how much did you borrow? So it's $2 million property, uh, actually borrowing 1.5. So it was a 75, and, 25. And, and you, you had to sign personally for the one five. Is that right? Yep. yep. And did you have a partner on it? Or is it just you? It's just me. Just you. So you personally mm-hmm. signed for one five. It's a $2 million building. You came up, you, you put down half a million. Yeah. Right? And what are, what's, what do the rents look like? Rents are like, so it's going to basically pull in, I've got to look and see what that adjusted one was. Uh, it's roughly about 12,000 a month, you know, it's going to come in. So, you know, it, it's going to pay the bills and give me a little extra and a small cushion, but it's not a big cushion on this one. So that, that's why the next one's going to have to have, be pretty uh, intense on cash flow. What, what, uh, um, so like, what's, what are your, it's a triple net lease. So the tenant's mm-hmm. paying for, for everything. Like what are, what are your expenses going to be on it? If you're pulling in 12 grand a month. So the expenses are actually going to be right in that, uh, let's see. We had gone back and forth on this one multiple times. They originally were going to do an 80-20. We got to do 75-25. And then we just did an uh, increase in the lease that, uh, funny enough, the tenant actually brought to our attention. They said, we'll pay you more if you'll fix this. And it works out great because it increases my worth in the building. by about Wow. Yeah. And it's going to cost me 25. So it worked out beautifully. The wrong tribe confounds, the right tribe compounds. Get your free copy of the runaway bestseller Tribe of Millionaires, a $20 value at tribeofmillionaires.com free. Just pay the shipping. That's tribeofmillionaires.com. All right, Jeff, so let's continue to move forward here. Let's talk a little bit about your health. How much do you weigh? Uh, 179. Hmm. Body fat? It's right around that 21, 22%, but that's probably not all that accurate. I need to go actually get a DEXA scan or something. Uh, and that's another big focus of mine this year is to bring that down. All right, cool. And uh, so what's your diet like? Like it's horrible. I, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a pharmacist. <laughs> so um, having, uh, you know, Meals, smaller meals on a regular basis is not often. Unfortunately, uh, I'm eating on the go and it's not very good. And uh, I'm just, that's the one thing I probably struggle with more than anything. I have no issues. I can get out and exercise all day long, but my diet is a problem. So, well, what is your exercise routine? Before I actually tested positive for COVID in November, I was doing six to seven days. 30 minutes to an hour of at least of cardio every day. So, um, and that was uh, whether it's playing basketball, being on the elliptical, those kind of things. I, I really enjoy basketball. And then I'm out playing golf as much as I can. So, uh, when in November? Because you came here in October 31st. Yeah. Yeah. November, it was right before Thanksgiving. Both Ashley and the baby both tested positive. I actually never tested positive. I ended up having all the symptoms, but I never tested positive. That's weird. You yeah. had all the symptoms, mm-hmm. but you never tested positive. Yeah, but I, um, I have psoriatic arthritis, and I'm on you know drugs that decrease my immune system. 
And so immune compromised patients kind of, they don't always test the way you want them to. So, did, uh, did Ashley, how are Ashley's symptoms? Um, she actually went through, she had really bad headaches. She ended up having the no taste, no smell. And then of course, both of us just really had, I mean, and I, I would say it's probably still lagging for me is just the, the fatigue. The fatigue was a nightmare. So I yeah. walk into the kitchen from the bedroom and be done for the day, you know? So, and, and here it is, uh, January today we're talking it's january 12th or something right so wow it's been uh, 45 days yeah my daughter just tested positive which is interesting because she's an epidemiologist so and she was the the most conservative of us all all. she swears she never took off her mask and uh so it's kind of crazy it's gonna happen it's gonna happen that's all i can say (laughs) <laughs> just get it over with and be done with oh, it. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it's easier said than done, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about, let's move on to the next pillar. Pillar number three, authentic relationships. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you already mentioned uh, a little bit about your family. Uh, you have a brilliant little baby there. And then you have a 14-year-old stepson, essentially. Uh, and, uh, and things are going great there. So let's talk yeah. about uh, authentic relationships outside of your immediate family. Uh, if you died today, Jeff, who would, who would be your sixth pallbearer? Ooh, that's a good question. Well, for one, I would hope to never have to bother anybody with that, and I care less what they do with me when I'm gone. <laughs> I really don't care. Well, so the answers I'll cremate. Then exactly. Uh, Just Ashley will spread you. In the cremate me, and you know, um, the only the only thing I would rather you know want to make sure it happens is you know I'm a big dog lover. My dogs have been my kids my whole life. You know, put me with my dogs, and I'm good you know, but, uh, my, my, uh, best friend, Chris and from high school, I, you know, he's been the one guy that's been there uh, my entire life, no matter what, an incredible, uh, brother to me, true brother to me. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I don't keep a lot of really, really close relationships and that's something I need to work on. Honestly, I, I'm there for a lot of people, but, uh, I don't let a lot of people in you know, to me. Uh, so it's something I need to continue to work on. That's interesting. All right, good. Well, it's good. At least you're conscious of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, very conscious of it. All right, so let's talk about your life happiness index. What score are you? Uh, I came up with a six. Yeah, I actually I was kind of surprised by the score when I That's low. It. Yeah, it is. I, I was kind of low. Um, I know a lot well, of that. You know, had... Mine's 6.8, so it's okay. It's not that. Yeah, much. but I, I, I'm really hard on myself too. You know, like I'm, I'm, tr- I'm really, that, that's another thing, right? I got to give myself some grace here and there. But um, I, I'm looking at this, and I think this is really hitting me the longer it goes and the further it's passed, that it was a really tough year, but it was really, I did really well, you know, and it was really good for me, and it was really good for my family. And, uh, but there are some of those things that are outliers that are just super low, like, you know, the, the W2 piece and just those kind of things just really don't like the, obviously the family piece, I really focused on that this year for good reason. Right. Um, and that was really high. And so, but that, those are what, that's, what's important to me right now. And so I, I put, I, I succeeded where things were super important to me, which was, you know, that's the best thing I can do, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's good. All right. So, uh, you know, is, is what do you plan on doing to increase the score? Yeah. 
So health is one of those, right? So I uh, didn't think I did very well on that. So uh, making sure that I'm, uh, and, and part of that comes into, like, if I get past a certain weight, I, I can really feel that with my psoriatic arthritis. Um, like I can tell if I gain five pounds and it's substantial. Really? It's very, yeah, the pain level is, you know, quite different. And so it's going to be important to me to get into this, uh, to get to a point where I'm also working on diet, not just the exercise piece and, and getting that weight down. So that's going to be super important. That's going to help that, that score. Being able to travel more, I think is going to help that score. Um, and being able to get more horizontal income. I, as a whole, I think will contribute to that so that I can walk away from that W-2. There you go. When do you want to walk away? Uh, do you, you, how about, do you want a certain amount of, of, of horizontal uh, to allow you to walk away? Like, do you have a, a goal, a, a number? So I kept ratcheting that number down. Um, <laughs> as you got sick of your job. Right? Yeah, it's pretty easy. But I need, so here's the thing. So like I, I kept ratcheting it down and I, I've got to be honest with myself, right? So I, I really have to be truthful and not push this to an extent where I'm actually going to hurt myself. So if I say, you know, so I got all the way down to I'm done January 31st of this year. Is that realistic? And could I do it? Yes, I could. Is it going to make things harder on me and my family? Yeah, it would right now. Um, I think that would be the case. And so I think that's some of those where I don't want to give an excuse and don't give myself this out. But as long as I'm being transparent with myself, um, I think that you can adjust those numbers, whether it's you know earlier or later. Um, and I think there are some things that I need to get done to put us in a little bit better place before I go. So I definitely am not going to be there by the end of the year. That's not an option, but I think I'm amending that January 31st for, to get some things done. Well, at least, you know, eventually that's, you know, that's your goal. And, and, you know, you don't want to, you know, that's, that's a difficult one. Tim Rowe and I have been talking, we're actually talking about writing a book about this, about, you know, how to quit. And I think it's, uh, it is a complex it is a complex thing to actually give someone advice on, right? You don't want to say quit mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden you go broke, right? There, almost there should be, and, and Tim and I have to talk about this, a formula, right? That says, you know, once your uh, horizontal income, once your financial freedom percentage is X and mm-hmm. um, you have Y in the bank, then it's okay to quit. Yeah, and I think that's probably the, the, the ideal way to do it. I also think, again, it's just got to be, I, I think I'm on the opposite end of what most people are. Like I'm itching to quit. Like I, I want to get it, but I'm almost having to pull the reins back a little bit. And I think most people that are in this situation at this point are saying, yeah, well, I want to quit, but I, I need this and I need that. I need, you know, and they're giving themselves excuses to not quit. And so I'm actually, you know, trying to figure out a way to keep me in it <laughs> at least for short term to find out what, you know, to, to get some things in the pipeline so that it's, it, I'm not, I don't want to have to come back is the big thing. And then it's worst case scenario. That's what I do, but um, it's not the easiest thing to do with pharmacy or healthcare to go back because it moves at such a fast pace that you really need to be in it to stay in it. And so it's, it's really difficult to, to take a break and come back. Yeah. 
Uh, makes sense. All right, so let's move on. Uh, once again, let's uh, talk a little bit about genuine contribution. Mm-hmm. What is your give back ratio, Jeff? Yeah, I didn't actually check on that ratio. I actually, when I was doing the math on this and I was looking at it, I know I gave over $20,000 this year, which was Woo-hoo. by far the most I'd ever what, given. What are you giving to? So um, a lot of that went to One Life, actually. I wholeheartedly believe in that cause and think Tim does an amazing job and GoBundance has done an incredible job at, at doing that and backing that. We also, I ended up creating something that I want to move forward as well with as an actual foundation, which was the farm to table thing that we did, but it's farm is P-H-A-R-M. And so right at the very beginning of COVID, I wanted to do something for the healthcare professionals, the first responders, those things. And we raised $5,000 to give over a thousand meals to people in my neighborhood, my neck of the woods. And, and we took care of a lot of those people at the very beginning before we knew this was going to be a major issue. And so I'm super proud of that. Um, and I've been kind of looking for something to, to, cause I want to give back and I want to create this foundation. I think that gave me a little bit more direction on how I want to do it and what I want to do. So that is another goal of this year, but yeah, that a lot of the money went to that and to one life and then just a lot of various other things, psoriatic foundation, some other things. Cause I, I want to be around to see a uh, cure for psoriatic arthritis. Ah. You know, that's yeah. it, it, it's a crappy disease state. It never goes away. And uh, I just, I don't wish that upon my worst enemy. So I want to see it going. Hey, well, that's great. I mean, you're, you're behind the cause, right? I mean, you've yeah. got uh, a vested interest for sure. So that's, yeah. those are always the best ones. Um, all right. So let's move on. Extreme accountability, pillar number five. Are you in a GoPod, Jeff? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, who's in your GoPod? So Kendall, Ian, uh, Jeff Block, um, and... We lost one. We just added another guy recently. So, but yeah, uh, we've kind of taken a little bit of a break over the holidays. So we're trying to get back on it. We actually have one today. Oh, you do? Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, make sure you guys go over your, your 2021 goals. Um, you know, take time. The next four go, you should meet the next four weeks in a row. And each of you go through mm-hmm. your 2021 goals, you know, the great spend an hour, hour at each one. That's what I'd recommend. Then you have the next four meetings booked. And don't forget that the elders are going to be doing their 2021 goals uh, and one sheets on uh, January 25th. So uh, that's going to be a raw, unedited version of us guys uh, on Facebook Live and on Zoom, uh, a two-hour long uh, meeting and see what it really is like to go deep uh, uh, with your goals uh, with with a GoPod. So um, let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk about some personal goals for you. What would you say in the next twelve months? What's your biggest personal goal? Um, biggest personal goal, um, kind of, in all honesty, wraps around family. I really want to make sure that we're trying to figure out a way to implement this the weekly meeting as a family. And so that's a huge goal of mine. I think that will set a, a great foundation. And so I want to you know, thank Mike a lot, McCarthy for that as well, because he's given so many great tips. 
And so that that's number one is getting that down. We have, we have some issues there that are some hurdles that we're trying to overcome and we're going to have to ease into it. Gavin is really, really high on the ADHD matrix. And so uh, being able to do something for an extended amount of time is, is difficult. Super smart kid, way smarter than I am, but he just has a hard time focusing. And so doing things um, and and maybe trying to find a way to do it and implement it uh, little pieces along the way during the week, maybe might be a better idea, but uh, working on that. And then more vacations, just more time. I love what you stand for, Pat, you know, love is spelled time. And I just, that hit me uh, really deeply uh, because it's something that I've always struggled with is giving my time. Mm. And so that's important to me to change, especially setting the precedent for uh, Jordan as well. Yeah, no, that's smart. You know, that's, uh, you know, uh, I I guess that's the number one thing for for any parent, right, is is, uh, time. That's the best thing you can give, really. I mean, so that, and that's a no brainer. Everybody knows that, right? Uh, it's just a easier said than done. Sure. It's easier said than done. It's like yeah. diet and exercise, right? Everybody yeah. knows, oh shit, you know, I could lose <laughs> a lot of weight if I diet and exercise, but they don't. It's the same thing with raising kids. You know, I could have, they know that their relationships can improve through, through just one on one focused time, but uh, they don't. But uh, hopefully, the, through talking about it, you know, we'll all get better. I agree. I agree. So let's talk about some bucket list adventures. Let's talk about your greatest hits. Um, so what are Blue's three past greatest hits, like the three most poignant moments of your life where you, um, you know, you, you recognize that as being just amazing moments in time? I'm going to give you an asterisk for one because I'm not letting you take away Jordan from me. No, okay. No, you, I know you like to take those away from yeah, people, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm not letting you take that away from me. Oh, man, that was just, I, I thought I was going to be young dad, and I just <laughs> got to a point where I had lost hope, really did, and it's just been a blessing. So, How, how old are you, Jeff? Um, for, I just Actually, I turned 41 yesterday. So, so, yeah. so you, you, you had actually thought that you wouldn't have kids. Yeah, I got to a point where I mean, we I was married previously for 13 years and mm. never was the right time. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into that, but it's, you know, just never happened. So I after that happened, I was just kind of lost, lost the idea it was going to happen. And luckily, Ashley came along and I've known Ashley a long time. Uh, funny enough, it's just uh, never looked at it that way. And, uh, you know, things work for you, right? Yeah. Yeah, she did. Yeah. So it's so, been... So uh, you, how long... That's a great story because you yeah. sold out of my house. So you guys, she worked worked for you like 14 years ago, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So You were yeah, married, she, right? She yeah. Married. So I was... Yeah, that's the strange thing, right? So like, I mean, and you end up, you know, learning so much and, and you pass a lot between each other, you know, just the little you know, you share things with people you're around the most and and that just happens with your work and whatnot. But, you know, there were some major things that happened where we we used to work and I stood up for her with something there. And that's a, that's a whole nother story, but um, you know, that meant a lot to her and uh, she ended up coming to work for me uh, at, at another place. And she's just, she's been the best 
besides being the best employee I've ever known, she's the best person I've ever known. And so it's funny that it's all in one, one package. And I don't, you know, obviously I was married and didn't look at it that way. And, and so when, when that marriage ended and, and she just happened to be there and be really supportive of me, I just, one day it clicked and I was like, what the hell are you doing, man? Like this, this is what makes sense. Like why aren't yeah. you pursuing Sometimes this? it takes, you know, yeah. Absolutely. You gotta get hit over the head a couple we get times. Smarter. Right? Yeah, we get smarter. As yeah, as for sure. So, but yeah, that's, uh, and now she's, you know, home with the baby and, uh, She's uh, going to be on her own path here, but it's been it's been amazing. I'm so happy. All right, and so give me two two more greatest yeah. in the 41 so, years. Uh, of- I would probably say it, it's going to sound kind of strange, but I missed out going to the uh, national championship game when Vince Young created you know, the moment in college football. I missed it by. $200. I had met my max on how much I was going to pay for a ticket. Didn't go. But being a city, I remember actually literally jumping on my bed at that very moment. And I know it just sounds because I have a long history with college football, Texas, Longhorns, all this stuff. And it's just the, one of the best moments of my life to watch that happen. And, and just remembering, I, I didn't even care that I wasn't there. It was just really, really cool situation. And so I just look back on it and how much joy that brought me. It was just a really cool moment. Last, I think, you know, it's probably maybe an, I'm, I'm a contrarian and that's why maybe I like Cody's stuff so much. I don't know. I, mean, it, I get it going through all the trials and tribulations I've gone through, I think have created the best moments in my life. I lost 300 grand in the, in the stock market. Okay. Whoa. So I, that was back many years ago, lost 300 grand on the Sirius XM deal. But what it did was it made me stop looking at that as the only path to freedom. And I found real estate. And so it was just a huge pivoting moment that turned into this great moment. And I would have, and it was a great education moment. So not many people will say I love losing 300 grand, but I did, you know, if it, if it created what I am today, I'm good. Yeah. Well, that's uh, you got, I mean, you got to look on the bright side. You know? Yeah. We all, we all take risks and it's so hard to, it's so hard to pick winners, you know. So, uh, what you you thought SiriusXM, you know, when they signed on Howard Stern was just going to uh, explode, and then, uh, you know, along came uh, iTunes and everything else, and that he sucked all the money out of it. Like, I mean, let's be honest, he was getting paid a lot of money. But yeah, I mean, it came down to you know, and and I'll be honest with everybody here. Like, I I didn't see it that way at the time. For sure. I, I went through a two year depression. I and that was a wow. part of the reason I screwed. I mean, I screwed up my marriage by being depressed. And, and don't get me wrong. She had her part of it. But I was at taking full responsibility. So you should have just let it go. You mean, I should have let it go. Fucking rolled the dice. And absolutely. And so you know, that's that, always a concern at that time. Was that 100 percent of your net worth? No, no. I, I so I had done really well. You know, um, I actually could have paid off my student loans by the time I was out of pharmacy school. I didn't because it wasn't the smart thing to do. I was at such a low interest rate that I said, why am I going to do that? So I kept growing it. And so I had money to play with, but it was about a quarter, a quarter of our uh, net worth at the time. So I had, you know, made millionaire status, uh, then took that big hit and then had to grow it back again, then took another hit during the divorce below millionaire status and um 
Thank you, David Osborne, by the way, for having a conversation with me and having faith in me. And so now this is the third time I've gone above the millionaire status and I'm not going back. Yeah. <laughs> so we, I, I blew it away this year and now I'm at like what? 1.8. So I went from 700,000 to the lowest point. Yeah, so it was nothing. Yeah. 15% now. The lowest I mean, point the thing, this right? year to 1.8. So. Yeah, that's fascinating. All right, cool. So uh, let's talk about future. Like where do you want to go like in the future? What, uh, what are some greatest hits for uh, the, the, the next 41-plus years? Well, I want to play Augusta National. Hmm. That's, that's on a lot of people's bucket list. I get it, and I'm not taking it off because I've, I've been there for a couple rounds, and it's just an amazing place. It's the only place on earth I've ever been that did not – like was actually better than what I thought it was. Like it was not – no letdown is actually better being a part of helping to find a cure for the psoriatic arthritis. I want to be a part of it. I want to see that happen again, obviously leaving the W2 and that that's, that's something that's a given, but I think, uh, and I mentioned this and this is kind of the one that's way out there, right? That's just an interesting thing. Um, and I, and I wrote something to the effect of it on your, on your canvas was, you know, hanging out on the sideline with my boys as uh, Texas plays for the national championship and uh, we're hanging out with Matthew McConaughey on the side. You know, I mean, yeah, just something I love that, that one. You got to throw it out there. You I know? love that one. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Absolutely, buddy. Yeah. So that's what I see. That's why those are some things I put out there. I mean, I know, and I, I'm already working on this, and I, I want, and it will be, you know, it's going to come to fruition this year, but creating a platform for the healthcare professional uh, to help build their financial literacy, you know, that's as much of a give back as it is a you know, funnel, you know, for deals and for, you know, a, a list, you know, an email list, but it's, it's something I'm very passionate about because I just see so many people struggling and I don't want healthcare professionals to struggle. It's just strange how, how low on the totem pole financial literacy is for them. And, yeah. and so I want to, I want to help fix that problem. That's awesome, dude. Well, Jeff, uh, this has been a blast. I'm going to um, wrap this up with a spin of the GoBundance app. You want to do this? Do it. Let's get it. Jeff Blue Harrison. <laughs> okay, this is a good one. Maybe. What's the, <laughs> biggest, what's the biggest lie you've ever told? Ooh, what's the biggest lie I've ever told? Probably to myself. Yeah. Strangely enough, that I was doing enough. That, that I was, uh, yeah, I think so, that I was doing enough and had done enough in the marriage um, and in even in previous relationships. And, and that's the one thing mm. I don't ever want to do is mm. be able to, to, you know, I don't want to lie to myself about that. That's a really sure. good answer. I left that's it all on the answer. table that I did everything possible. That's a great answer. Yeah, I don't want to make that mistake again. Wow. Yeah. Oh, good one. All right, cool. Well, we'll leave it at that, man. This has been fun. Uh, wish the best of luck, and uh, I will see you face-to-face -face in the near future. Appreciate it, Pat. Talk to you soon, buddy. In life, to be honest, I failed as much as I've succeeded. But I love my wife. I love my life. And I wish you my kind of success.
step to me, bitch. Now you can